Hey guys, I'm Kerry and you're welcome to another episode of The Wild Lens Artist, a podcast for photography lovers. I'll let you introduce yourself. You are the owner of Eventigo or My Eventigo. What's the full name? Because yes. I creative director of Eventigo. So that's our, um, that's actually the marketing name. So we're popularly known as Eventigo. Okay. The marketing name is My Eventigo? No, that's my, the, the, the brand name is Eventigo. Okay. On our website, it's at eventigo.com. Okay. So, so like a personalized experience because yeah. I mean, we are for everybody. So we create specialized events or customized experiences. So everybody can actually get to have a taste of Eventico. So that's why it's my Eventico. So mine, like my own personal experience. Okay. Like that. Yeah, I, I get now. <laughs> I think that's a nice, that's a yeah. nice touch. So it's... Thank you. Yeah. So, how, how, what's it like being an events planner in Nigeria? <laughs> well, of course, that events planner in Nigeria is a stressful period, or yeah. it's a stressful thing, especially when you have that as the event planner, you are the one bringing all the vendors together. So, you are like the focal point for everything, everything that's happening at an event, post event. I'm sorry, pre-event, post-event, on the day of the event, everything rests on the shoulder of the event planner. So it can be a lot of work, but I think it's a very interesting um, job, <laughs> especially in Nigeria. But I mean, it's interesting, it's fun. It also allows me particularly to be creative. So there's like different things you can explore and things like that. So it can actually be very cool. Yeah, I, I I think from what you said, you you mentioned it allows you to be creative, and I think that's one thing that, um, especially those in the wedding industry in Nigeria, I think you can't, no matter what it is you do, whether you're a photographer, you're an events planner, at the end of the day, we're all creatives because we have to find solutions, and <laughs> clients, especially Nigerian clients, are. <laughs> Nigerians, Nigerians can be difficult at times, and I'm sure you have your own share of, you know, experiences well, and challenges. Like, yeah, go ahead. I wouldn't say difficult. I would just like to say that Nigerians have their special breed, so <laughs> are unique. Like because Nigerians are actually very unique, so many times that uniqueness can present a ah, oh, this person is being difficult. Yeah. You get because sometimes yeah. it's just oh this is Nigerians are like a special breed in a good way so we're not the typical every other part of the country kind of thing or part of the world kind of thing so Nigerians are very unique and they have particular taste particular experiences that they want especially with their wedding so yeah. translating we, that may now come in different ways. We we take we take wed- we take weddings seriously in Nigeria, and so I guess yeah I think you are right. Yeah, we are just we are just unique. Let's just leave it like that. 
we are unique. Yes, we are. <laughs> so, um, I know as an events planner, you get to work a lot with photographers and videographers. What has your experience been like with them? Ah, uh, well, so far, we've had like good, of course, a mixture of experiences, but I think I would like to focus on the good part. And because for the most part, we've been, we're lucky to um, work with professionals and that has like really helped because sometimes people feel like, oh, photography is just taking pictures. Oh, I have a good camera. I can take pictures, but there's so much that is involved with photography because I mean, this is somebody's special day. It's yeah. Once in a, it's a because with every event is like a live production. The way you have a stage play, where they probably react, oh, this is your line, that is your line. With weddings, you know, we don't necessarily have that. Like, we don't have a dress rehearsal, for example, to say, yeah. oh, okay, guests come or want to do a rehearsal. No, so things would happen on that day, and they are like exactly so it's one production once you start you can't stop you can't pause and say ah you guys oh sorry we have to, we have to do that <laughs> and do it again <laughs> just, just, you just have to you just have to continue because i mean and so getting working with professionals that understand that dynamic has actually like really helped us so that at the end of the day what you have produced the output you give to your client is something yeah. that uh, they can they would cherish and not see the chaos or the possible chaos that has happened or behind the scenes that i mean they're not necessarily they don't need to be involved they don't need to know what happened especially the bad things because the purpose of the photographer is or the videographer is to capture the memory so you are basically yeah. preserving memories everything that's gone on from that wedding so the story of the day yeah exactly you can go back to relieve that memory yeah i i i think um especially as a photographer the parts where people think okay it's just get your camera and come and snap you know and failing to realize that it's much more than that because when you talk about um the fact that we can't you can't recreate the moments that happen on a day because it's a one one take production as you said and so the beauty anyways in weddings is in that aspect coming as a photographer now because i know okay for an event planner you guys have to do so much planning before then to make sure everything goes perfectly but then we who are there to like just tell that story it's based off of what you guys have already done you know yeah and how it works like how the experiences and how everything goes smoothly or if it does not our job is just to be there and get that event and that's, capture everything yeah it just well done. just capture it you know if maybe the food or our drinks are not delivered on time to the guests you know you guys have to worry about all that what one is people are here are they eating? Are they not eating? Are they dancing? Are they not dancing? Take, take the, tell the story yeah. as it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Um, also, like, okay, when I was, when I stayed in Worry, I, I, I had the opportunity, you know, to go to some weddings, do some jobs where I was not the official photographer, you get, but then I was just there to take pictures of details and stuff like that. So I, I want to ask how often is it that do you have to do something like this? That's if you do and why, what's brings up that um what would happen to make that have to be an option okay uh, well typically we actually do okay. have a second offer okay. apart from the official one and many from a times, different brand for, yes from okay. a different brand and many times it happens that the reasons are not necessarily for the client sometimes it's for the business so in okay. different and that can like it applies in different ways so because when you're looking at photography from the eye of the client and from yeah. the eyes of the wedding planner there are different things that you need yes so there are different details that you need for example uh you need maybe you need the details of the decor you need details of behind the scenes, so maybe some ushers are working, um, the event planning team, different aspects where they have to like intervene and things like that, which would be good for the brand. Not necessarily the client doesn't need to. It's not a, an important detail for the client. So, oh, you are doing. Why decor is like a, a major for both parties. Yeah. For the client, is not the. Oh, that's not the only focus. Yeah, and you now as a as a brand you actually need to now say okay what is important for me i know i'm serving the client but i also have to think about well, what's important for my own brand and then sometimes so usually that's why it was like a second photographer or videographer that captures details through the eyes of the event planner now not the eyes of the just for couple. you for for your brand yeah and then sometimes we have um we have we have that photographers depending on the type of photographer especially if it was not the event planner that booked that photographer after the wedding you may not get um content from the photographer okay. maybe for some okay, reason yeah. it was i was because um, i know that early on when we started because we we're relying on the client's photographer after the wedding, for some reason, you don't get to see any picture or any video and things like that. Or sometimes they're not even sure of the details that they've captured, right? Yeah. That was like at the beginning stage, we had to like work on that. So because of those things, the uncertainties, if you paid for a another photographer, then of course, that photographer is sure to deliver to you because that person is answerable to you yeah. rather than the one the clients hired. Yes. Okay. So and and the the pictures that the this photographer that you hire now, does any of it get to the clients? Do you send any of them to the clients or it's just strictly for your business and you lock shop? Well actually, no, actually it depends. Um, we've actually had an experience where um, after the okay, this was not actually a wedding it was, it was a corporate event okay. and the client requested for 
the pictures that or the videos that um, our photographer took because they had like missed out. There were some parts that were missed out, which we were able to capture. So definitely, we are very open to sharing, which if need be, we share. So it's not like, oh, this is personal and then we are yeah. holding it. No, okay. no, we don't hold. We are very much open to um, sharing things that make another person's life easier. That, that's I think that's a good approach anyways um, because especially when it comes to weddings in Nigeria now it's it's like a common thing I don't know if it has always been a common thing but you know you go to an event and then you see about five photographers from different brands and you'll be like these, these are not just these are not photographers from the same team now everybody's here for different reasons and yeah and then sometimes okay go ahead really like parents or maybe family members so basically everybody is trying to capture as much as they can and like maybe through their own eyes so maybe um, a family member one uncle says you know what I may not be able to speak with the couple after the wedding to get um, pictures Pictures, or maybe I'm even inviting people that I want to be able I want to have control over what um, the memories you are capturing. So, because sometimes you know, weddings in Nigeria can be like a form of reunion. Yeah. Um, so maybe like old school. It's a my it's a big garden, yeah. Form. Yes, and then you want to. Sometimes you can like, if I have fifty hundred guests that are my own guests, I can say, you know what? I want a photographer. I want a videographer because I don't. I probably don't know when next I'm going to see those people, and then capture everything. You know what? this is your area of focus just us and then of course you have vendors where they have to capture um different aspects of their own event of their own service to aid um should i say increase their, their own business yeah and all that exactly exactly it's 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 an interesting it's an interesting concept i think <laughs> you know going to weddings and seeing all this and seeing all these people all for different reasons yeah i think at the end of the day the important thing is whoever is getting married they should be as long as they get their own story told as well and they're happy with their job i think that's the that's the cocoa yes definitely because so that's the thing if you have an official photographer the official photographer has priority over everything. Yeah. So you can't have the other photographers um in that the work of the official photographer because at the end of the day, it is the official photographer is the main person that is telling the story yeah. for the client. Yeah. So that's how it is. Yeah, and so- you coordinate that part so nobody feels like so the official photographer doesn't feel like oh clients see I could not capture this because yes. your event planner this other guy was there don't have that space. I get that I get that when it comes to um the events now as a whole you know from the planning to the day of the events itself to even after the events you know how how helpful or how can photographers be helpful to events planners because okay fine I know there's the there's the of okay you get pictures but then 
at the end of the day, it's not really all about pictures. So, are there other things that you look at or you look out for that you say, okay, this photographer is really helpful or I like working with this person, even before the event happens? Well, usually before the event happens, so it's expected that if the event planner reaches out to the photographer and says, you know what, this is the event flow. Okay. These are the things that we are going to do at the at the wedding, and I expect that photographers will like ask questions. So, so apart from the typical what time, what's our call time, for other questions regarding the event. So, what's the event flow? Sometimes you have like special performances. There are some information that the particular client would request to say. Oh, you know what? I want you to capture this. This is very important to me. This is not important to me. So apart from, of course, there are generic details that a professional photographer would capture. But just yeah. in trying to make the, mem- the, the package um, customized to the client, there are some things that the clients don't care for. There are some things that are very particular to them. So like asking questions, so you know, or if there's like a special performance, you have to capture that. How is the person coming? Is it like a maybe a big star? And do you want to capture the person from the outside? Do you want to capture people's emotions as that person is coming? So different um, things like that. And also sometimes, especially if um, the client is engaging the photographer personally, yeah. I expect that the photographers would advise the client based on the number of guests that they are expecting because sometimes you have that for different for depending on the scale of that wedding or of the production as you like to say there's a minimum number that you need to do a good job for example okay. if you're expecting 300 guests actually i don't expect that anybody getting married will say i want just one photographer and one videographer. Sometimes clients don't know that they don't know better, and they're like, "Our one photographer is okay now." Yeah. Not to snap but I expect that the photographer to say, "You what? This because of the the level of what you want, it's advisable you just say a minimum of two, so you can capture from different angles. angles yeah. And then by the time you are mi- mixing the story, this it, the story is better told." than just capturing from, from one just one person yeah. yeah so okay um uh, sorry <laughs> I, go ahead i think i interrupted you no 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 i said so before the event usually that's like what we expect okay okay so basically it's just is basically asking questions and knowing how the event is going to proceed and all that that's what you're saying right yes and then important things that are specific to the client or important details just basically have a general sense of what is most important to include in what they will typically do okay i also wanted to ask about timing timing on event day because you know there's this i don't know if i should call it a trend it's not a trend anyways but it happens a lot you get where on an event day, the photographer always gets blamed. <laughs> Especially when, when they are taking pictures or portraits before the ceremony itself in the morning. They'll be like, the photographer, yeah, yeah they won't making us round late. 
but then usually that is not the case we have limited time to shoot pictures and you know probably the makeup artist has been going on for hours and all that but at that point it's like you guys are the ones delaying us you guys are the ones taking all the time why is it always like that okay so there are like different reasons why it can seem as though that is the case but from our own experience so part of what we do is um i mentioned an event flow previously we also have like an event flow for the couple so the bride the groom and then there are different timings so we we typically factor timing in or what is the progression you have to wake up at a particular time for you to get ready at this time what's the amount of time the makeup artist needs not what we're giving the makeup artist the amount of time the makeup artist needs to get ready and things like that so when we incorporate that into the um the event the date flow for the couple then there's a proper sense and many times we even share this flow with the photographers so that oh, they already know oh okay this is the time we're allocating for this maybe 30 minutes 45 minutes one hour or maybe the first outfit so because we have like different on our own end we have different uh, memories you have to capture so like the bride alone bride and groom the couple with friends bride with their bridesmaid bridal party groom with his bridal party sorry with his groomsmen and things like that so once you have that flow of course on the wedding day some of some things may change but yeah so you can adjust you can now adjust and say okay if you wanted to use 40 minutes or 45 minutes can we do 35 minutes or sometimes we can even say you know what it doesn't matter especially if the, the wedding is not in the church yeah. where you have to be church at a particular time sometimes yeah. we actually prioritize take the pictures people at the reception the wedding will wait for you That's because true. it's your day yeah. right you so have to it depends get your on yeah so it depends but usually we have enough time for pictures and if from the flow we're already saying oh we'll not have enough time sometimes we communicate to the with the photographer that oh see what we have can this work they would advise or oh, no what add more time and then we'll find oh okay so how do we make all of this work because the memories are at the end of the day what you have yeah. to fall back on. Oh, I took this picture. Oh, see this picture. Even 30 years after marriage, 50 years, yeah, you're being sober. Exactly. So, oh, see my wedding picture. Oh, we took this. Oh, this happened and things like that. So, we tend to prioritize that over just arriving without pictures. Yeah, I, I I think I like the way you handle it when when the the time flow or the timeline doesn't work as planned because from my own experience I have seen that in most cases or in some cases anyways there's always a set plan. It's not like most couples always come up with that set plan, you know, with their events planners and all that. But then on the day of the wedding, so many things just happens that it's like there's no organization. Everything just goes crazy and goes nuts and you're like okay i have to take pictures but then now i'm not involved in that time you you'll be told before and that okay you have 30 minutes or you have one hour to take your pictures and then you get there 
and maybe the ceremony is by nine and okay you're supposed to start taking your pictures by eight and they'll be like okay the bride will wake up by this time they would have started their makeup by this time and you get there none of that has happened the time that they're supposed to start makeup the makeup hasn't started that eats into your own time and then when it's time for you to take your pictures there's just no time left that's when everybody's late for church or one uncle is around and is pushing everybody into the cars and let's just leave here and you are faced with that kind of situation where it's like ah, what just happened would you say would you say that's a result of like poor planning or it's just it is what it is <laughs> it's just something that happened well uh so the the feeling there is the planning and then yeah. also the implementation of that right okay. some things are like maybe without our control but usually yeah. for us like on the wedding day there's a bride coordinator there's a groom coordinator to ensure there's an easy flow of things so when the bride is supposed to wake up the bride already knows oh this is time i'm supposed to wake up Okay. Maybe give another one small. So we usually have like allowance for some things, but there's also somebody on ground that is enforcing particular Those things. timelines, because, yeah. Yes, because we know that see, if we leave this thing to chance, it can just run and we can actually like be trying to get ready for the whole day. And also the person is like also there to help. So different things come up or you know what, this is already sorted. This is already started killing many fires that they want to start on the wedding day. So usually, I personally, I've not, I've not had any experience where we're not able to take pictures. Okay. So uh, I wouldn't be able to talk on those things. But these are like measures we have put in place yeah. so that we get get the most out of the day. So I think the beauty is that uh, the reason why you're your method works is because there's already a set process behind it you get because you have these enforcers in place and you know you're doing all you can to make sure that the timeline so i'm thinking for an event that you would plan you know even if something unexpected happens due to the fact that you already have this process in place to deal with things you have you are you have a higher chance of things running smoothly than with other planners yeah. and other, other um, events so I, I think that's I mean kudos kudos to your brand <laughs> yeah so um, but but thanks thanks a lot for explaining all that it's educational it helps a lot you know just to know that these are kind of the things that happens behind the scenes because you know as photographers we might not be fully involved in the whole planning process to an extent yes but then maybe not fully involved and so it's good to hear from you and how you explain all this um so what would make you refer an, a photographer for more work what's that thing that would be like oh this guy killed it this guy did a very good job i like this guy <laughs> or this lady oh well well it is it there are actually like many factors okay. um timeliness Okay. Because timeliness, especially on the day of the event, then yeah. the quality of the output. So you're taking pictures, and then we're taking pictures. What's the quality of the story you told? Right. 
yeah um majorly that's like a very major factor and of course i don't want to refer to a i don't want to refer someone to a a client or another person where the person is late and like where the person is late. i'm on my way there's traffic all those kind of things are very like annoying again how the person behaves behaved on the day of the wedding also so like like you mentioned earlier there are some times where you have like different things come up there are some vendors that would begin to stress you so they increase your should i say anxiety on yeah. this matter rather than trying to like prefer solutions, solutions okay, yeah. okay. so things like that so basically on the day because if the photographer is answering the couple will be answers because they can see and you don't want to stress your clients because i mean you don't want a stressed bride yeah or you want them to be as bride. relaxed as possible exactly so all of those things come into play in the final evaluation say oh this person did a good job i'm going to refer this person i'm not going to refer this person or say oh i'm referring this person but you have to be able to undo this aspect of this person this person is not calm at all can you deal with it say i cannot deal with someone that's not calm say no problem then you have to get somebody else so basically yeah all right thank you very much for giving us those tips so we'll, we'll learn how to work on ourselves and improve ourselves <laughs> perfect yeah thanks a lot for um coming on the podcast we enjoyed speaking with you anyways hey, thanks for having me oh okay no 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 it's no problem yeah we are we are glad to have you and to learn from you as you've shared some really helpful tips that photographers can use to improve the quality of their work and not just their work now because this i think when it comes to working with other other people it's a whole different ball game it's one of those skills that you don't learn from just because as a photographer most of the time we spend our time learning camera skills and you know lighting skills and all that but then when you're trying to run a business and trying to work at events especially you find out that that's even like it's just a small part of the whole game you need to know how to work with people you need to know how to relate with people how to communicate and all that and you yeah. know you've given us so many helpful tips that we can put in place and see how that can improve our overall experience the experience we offer to clients and all that so once again thank you we appreciate the time and yeah. that's it for this week's episode you can find our podcast on spotify apple podcasts anywhere you can listen to podcasts generally it's available don't forget to subscribe to this podcast share this episode and please leave us with a review